are welcome to 2023, a year that God has set for you. I will take my scripture from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. The 18 says that, come and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, this year they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, this year they shall be as what? Wool. So never, we have already buried last year tense. You are starting afresh. White as snow and wool. Then the 19 continues to say that if you are willing and what? Obedient, you shall eat the good of what? Of the land. That this land every year has some good in it. And you must eat the good of 2023. But God said, one, it takes your willingness. Whatever promise God has given, whatever good that is in this land and in this year, it takes a willing heart. You can prepare food, but if the child doesn't want to eat, you force and force, and you can only force to give the child a little of it. But a child who is willing to eat, you don't need to force. He cries for the food, the food comes, he eats until he's satisfied. The child doesn't, doesn't, is not willing, you try to force, you force, and the food you give is only for it to, to, to be able to have a little strength to go around. But God wants you to eat whatever that is it for this year. So you need to be willing and you need to be what? Obedient. So remember there is good in every year. There is good in every land. But it takes willingness and obedient to be able to eat it. Psalm 37 tells us how to take that land that one, as you enter this land or this year, do not fret because of evildoers. Evildoers have a way of making the righteous fret. They have a certain way to make you feel that living righteous, you are behind. They will leave you and go. So you should also do what they're doing. But God said, this year there's good in it. But when the righteous is stealing the crumb that falls down, don't fret. Because the main meal is for you. So tell somebody, don't fret this year. Nor be anxious of the workers of iniquity. Some people 
They are full of bad things. Even when they come to church, they are still thinking bad. Finding a way to take your phone. <laughs> Wherever you put them, they are there. Somebody, oh, Pastor, somebody, some people are troubling me. I said, this well, they are there. There are people who are there to help us, to hate us, to insult us, to accuse us falsely, to do things against the righteous, to fight against your progress in life. But the Bible says what? Don't be envious of those workers of iniquity. Sometimes when people are doing something bad, you see them as if they are prospering. In quote, I call it false prosperity. Don't be anxious. He can steal, he can lie, he can do all whatever it is and want to use any method to make it. You know, those things do not last. God has a lasting promise for you. He's not giving you something to eat tomorrow you can't get to eat. So don't be afraid. Don't be anxious. When you see some people doing the evil one and as if they are succeeding, don't be what? Envious. Don't envy somebody if he goes to steal money and buy bands and you are still walking. Don't be envious. Don't look at the person and say, no, no, no. Don't be envious. Well, yours is better. What is coming to you is greater and better. So, the church, the reason why we seem not to move forward is because we are envious about evil things. And anything you are envious about, you join it, you wish that this thing doesn't work. And uh, So, don't fret. Don't be what? Don't be what? Then the third thing, trust where? The land you're going through. Evildoers may seem to be prospering, making it. Don't be envious about them. Your work, what you must do is to trust the Lord your God. Trust in the Lord. And do what? You see, the world is so wicked that it's difficult to do good. Now, when somebody is begging you for money to eat, you don't know whether the person wants to. He has more money in his pocket and he wants to take your lesson in addition. So it's difficult. And the Bible says, in the last days, Evil shall abound so much that good will be very difficult to do. But we need to live in this year of gathering with goodness. So trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his word. What we have to eat this year is what? God's faithfulness. Anytime you're hungry, 
in any area of your life, remember that God is what? Faithful. Whatsoever he's promised you, he will also, he has what it takes and he will fulfill it. Feed on his what? His faithfulness. Anything they feed on it means that continue eating it. That is what you must eat. Throughout the year, remember the same way you don't forget to take your breakfast. The same way you don't forget to eat in the evening. The same way you don't forget to take your lunch. That same way. Remember when you get to any situation. God is faithful. We have to learn how to feed on God's faithfulness. It's what you feed on is that is what gives you energy. Anytime you think about God's faithfulness, it puts vim in you. It puts strength in you. Even though you haven't seen anything happening, but because you know God is faithful, you know that what you are going to you are going through is temporary, and you will come out. Yeah. That was exactly what Joseph fed on. He was sold, hated by his brothers, sold by his brothers, and being uh, and lied on, and false witness against him put into prison, but he was feeding on the faithfulness of God. He said, no matter where I am, no matter where they've put me, no matter what the world is doing against my life, I know God is faithful, and because of his faithfulness, he will take me to my destination. I will eat the food of the land. I hope you're getting me. So why do you have to feed on? His faithfulness. Never forget about his faithfulness. For he that has promised is what? Faithful. Anytime God speaks his word, he gives you food to eat. And that food is that what God has said, he's faithful to perform it. So even if I'm seeing the advert in life, God is faithful. Continue eating it. Continue doing what? So, I've given you the food you must eat. What is that food? Throughout the Bible, all those who made it, it didn't mean they didn't go through situations. They went through worse situations than you, but they kept on feeding on the faithfulness of God. And if we keep on feeding on the faithfulness of God, we are going to stand out. In the midst of the storm, everybody will look at you. And why is that this guy is not afraid? Because you know the God you're trusting is faithful. I hope you're getting me. I'm giving you good instruction that will take you through this year. You know, anytime you get into the plane, and it want to take the welcome, isn't it? And when they welcome you, they give you instruction. And the instruction they give you is for you. They tell you, put on your seatbelt, 
and they teach you how to put on what? The seatbelt. If you don't know. And they keep on saying the thing over and over again. If you travel 100 times, the same thing you will be told. And they tell you, in case there is any emergency, it doesn't mean that there will be emergency. But they are telling you when there is emergency, this is what will happen. Oxygen will come, and they will tell you where it will come from. And when it comes, use yours first before you go to help other person. So I'm also giving you this instruction. Take heed to yourself first before you can gather other people. What is the essence of somebody who has lost oxygen trying to help another person? So put on, get your strength, and help the one who, didn't, who doesn't know how to. Uh, uh. So without it, both of you will die. So put yours, and that's where you can help other people. And they will tell you, on the journey, they may be turbulent. And every journey, there are some places that are turbulent. And if you have never sat in a plane before and it starts happening, you are afraid. Or some people have traveled that road so much that they know where the place is bumpy. So when it even happens, they, they are laughing, quack, 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 and they are eating. And while you are holding on to the chair, they sit. That's your first time. And you wish that the plane is on the ground. Then you tell the pilot, stop and let me get down. But unfortunately, where it is, you've entered 2023 and you're at the top. There's no way you can jump down. So learn how to take the instruction. But when it takes off, there's a destination. If it doesn't get there, there's no bus stop anywhere. <laughs> so you better take the instruction so you can feel comfortable and confident. So feed on what is faithfulness. Trust in the Lord and do good. And feed on his what? His faithfulness. Then he said, delight yourself also where? These days we have things we delight ourselves in. God should be number one. If God is not number one, then work at it. Where is your life? Where do you get happiness? Where is your joy? He said, I was what? Glad when they said unto me, what? Let us go into the house of the Lord. No wonder God subdued every enemy under David. When you rely in the Lord, your fight and your battle becomes the battle of the Lord. It is not only a cliche to say 
the, the battle is the Lord. It is when you delight in the Lord, he then fight your battle for you. He help you to do exactly what he wants you to do. He also help you to align your life when there is your life is not aligned to the year's blessing. What God has marked for you. God wants to make you this and you want to move in a different direction. You'll be frustrated. You'll be fighting against the wind. So my prayer is that God will whip you. His faithfulness will whip you along his will or his purpose. Whatever want to misalign your future, your life, your progress in this life, from today, the faithfulness of God will align. At the end, when you come out, you say, wow, he has brought me to this place. You will have a testimony to say like Joseph and say, you meant it for evil. But God meant it for my good. What looks like evil is going to happen, God makes it good for you. What makes like a demotion for your life, it becomes a promotion for you. God is faithful. He doesn't need dollars to strengthen his economy. He operates by himself. He's mighty and strong by himself. This year, I pray that God's faithfulness will reach out to you. Amen. This year, I pray that you meet that Jesus. What kind of Jesus are you going to meet? Is it the Jesus who calm the storms. It is for those who are going through storms. They will meet that Jesus. Is it the Jesus that healed the sick? That when you are sick, his faithfulness will come to you. Is that the Jesus that feed the hungry who takes five loaves of bread and feed the hungry. Are you meeting that Jesus this year? Or you are meeting another Jesus? What kind and type of Jesus are you meeting this year? Read through the Bible. Jesus the healer. The one that opened your eyes. So when you are confused, you don't know what to do. That Jesus is there. May you meet him this year. Amen. When you are sick, that Jesus is there. May you meet the Jesus, the healer. Amen. When you are confused and you don't know what to do, may the Jesus who is a shepherd shepherd you and guide you Amen. through our life. When wolves and lions are around you trying to eat you, May Jesus appear as a shepherd Amen. and protect you and keep you. Amen. Some of us will meet the Jesus on the cross. And some of us will meet the resurrected Jesus 
For this year, your good may be the resurrected Jesus. He's now alive. No matter what is dead in your life, will be alive. When you meet a situation that seems like death and life, the Jesus that gives life will appear to you. I pray that you have an encounter with Jesus. But you don't say generality of Jesus. Because Jesus has different forms. And he appeared to people in different ways. To the woman by the well side, she was struggling with social problems. People have rejected her. They call her that she's a, a, a husband snatcher. Everybody was afraid. But Jesus turned that woman to be an evangelist. When everybody rejected her, she needed acceptance in society. And Jesus turned her to be the primary person in that city. Everybody believed her. Everybody rushed her. After they have even closed and they've gone home, and they were telling the lady, hey, thank you, you told us. We ourselves, we had it for ourselves. Today, may you meet that Jesus. If that is your problem, if the world have condemned you that you are the worst sinner, today you meet Jesus. The Jesus that forgives, may you meet that Jesus this year. January, may you meet him. February, may you meet him. Some of us, the Jesus, read through the Bible, Jesus has appeared in different ways. Sometimes when the disciples are anxious, they were anxious. Jesus said, that come the storm. May you meet it when you meet a storm in life. When the boat start rocking and the sea start filling your boat and you know there is no hope for me. Remember that this year that Jesus said, I am still on earth here to bring that help to you. So I am introducing you to a Jesus. And this year, who Jesus do you want to meet? What kind of Jesus do you want to meet? Is it the Jesus who said by the offering bowl? And that's saw the widow's mind. What the widow gave. Probably you have a little and you are giving. And nobody recognizes you in Ghana or in the world. And you're doing all your best. You're giving all your best. You know, sometimes some people give up what the, the capacity of people are different. Some people have big capacity. And so when they even give a little, people think it's great. Some people have little capacity. When they give all, people think they have done nothing. So if you're doing your best and people say you are not doing anything, and if it's not laziness, and it's all that you have that you are pouring out. The Jesus that sit by the offering bowl will look at your giving and say you have given more than everyone. He will recognize your service in church, your giving to other people, your contribution to society. It may be so little, but Jesus will recognize it. That's why you don't have to look at the recommendation of men. But what will Jesus say if I do? There is some fruit on this land and the good in the land. Number one is the faithfulness. God is faithful. He will never leave you. 
if he's been able to bring you in, he will also take you out of this year. He will see you through this year and you will cross next year with a testimony, with joy, with fruit of 2023. You carry your fruit into the following year. So feed on his faithfulness and God will help you in that area. Delight yourself in him. Verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. There are so many desires of your heart that is from the Lord which year after year it looks like it's unfulfilled. This year he will give you the desire of your heart. Why will he give you the desire of your heart? Because you delight in him. When you delight in the Lord, you don't desire evil things. You desire what God desires. And because of that, God has promised himself, because of that, I will also fulfill every desire of yours. Commit your word. Tell somebody to commit your way. Commit your word. Your way to the Lord. There is a way that we will walk. We are walking in a certain way to our prosperity, our gathering, everything committed. If you are going to even invite somebody to church, committed. The gathering is done by God himself. But he's working it through man. You can go and want to bring somebody to church and he won't come. Sometimes some people, they don't want to make you feel bad. They say, oh, meba. And why they say meba? They know they are not coming. And you go for five people, all say meba. You are expecting them to come and they don't come. But when God is in it, he touches the heart. And you begin to think, me myself, last year I didn't do well. I want to serve God well. I want to work well. I want to do this thing well. And it is God, when you commit your way, any way you commit into the hands of God, it will be well with you. Amen. Bringing God in your walking, in your work, in whatever you do, it is good for you. Amen. Commit your way into the Lord. And let's see what, what will happen. Trust in him. When you commit that way, do what? What? Sometimes you commit and you take it. God is too slow. <laughs> when you commit your way unto the Lord, you have to trust that God has the ability to lead you to the end. There may be rough ways, but he will take you there. Trust in him. When you see things coming against what you think God wants you to do, don't be afraid. Commit it into God's hand. Things you can do. 
There's things you don't have strength to do. Commit them into God's hand. And also trust that God can take you to the end. If you do this, you will eat the good of the land. There is good in every land. Every year that comes is not only bad things. We don't use the economic indicators to see whether the year is good or not. Sometimes economic indicators may be very good, but you see that is the year somebody becomes very poor. And sometimes it will be very bad, and that's the time opportunities are open and somebody is making money out of what they call bad situation. Whatever happens, there is good that somebody can get from it. When others are crying, some people are making it. So there is good in the land. It takes God to open your eyes to the good of the land. May God help us to open our eyes to see the good of the land. God bless you.